Hello, hello. We are back with episode 29th of Octane 101 podcast. I am Akshay. And I am Soyan. And we are recording this episode after a gap of one and a half months. So I think first off, let's get this out of the way. We need to stop calling it a, a regular periodic podcast. We are regular. The, the gaps are very regular. <laughs> the gaps are also irregular. Like we're recording this after one and a half months and I'm not sure how long I'll take to edit this and put it out because I've got a flooded week of work ahead and we are recording this on a Sunday night. So all the things we're going to talk about on this episode are going to be stale by the time it, this comes on. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out when it comes out. Okay. But I think this episode is delayed because you were flooded with work yet again and you had flood- a mobility crisis. Yeah, I was flooded with work, yes. And uh, your neighborhood was also flooded. <laughs> <laughs> Municipal Corporation of Gurgaon decided to give us a monsoon gift. Right. Just Even before it started raining, they yeah. they thought of let's let's dig, dig up, up all the roads. All the roads. Yeah. And and make, you know, off-road track in front of my house. Take that ADAS systems. ADAS. <laughs> so yeah, I was stuck. I was basically stuck uh, inside my house for three mo- three weeks or months. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So three weeks packed inside your house, barely able to move out because they dug up the road in front of your house. Yes. And you obviously you didn't have your car because that is parked in front of my home. My Lamborghini was parked in front of your house. <laughs> my Xbox was packed inside my house. Uh, I was not moving, I was working, so that's what happened right. over the last three so, weeks. So, this is a mobility podcast and one of us was su- suffering a major, major mobility Somehow crisis. Somehow I didn't check your your mapping app. No, no, I'm, I, I actually checked because you did? The, the moment you sent uh, photos... I, th- I thought you would uh, send me uh, screenshots. No, no, th- uh, again, this was... Uh, so the the data that we have uh, for potholes okay. that is updated when people are crossing them but this was a crater okay so these were reported as incidents on our app that i could see there was a major incident <laughs> yeah an incident i, I mean i, I, I get it yeah, I, I like the, the, the issues road closures and all of yeah. that so these were these were reported the moment you sent me photos i was like this should be there mm. like i'll consider it a win if it is there and it was yeah. so i'm, I'm glad that was the case it was a major incident <laughs> yeah. and but on a serious note this is this is horrible like right before monsoons they decided to dig up the whole road and rework and tell now it's gonna it. be in limbo tell me about it i went to the mayor's <laughs> office as well and they said if you need some good things to happen to your neighborhood then you have to face problems basically that that was their answer so do it in summers do it in winters why do you have to do it in rains i don't know that was their answer. So you basically have to live with it. Yeah, so they can get away with subpar work when the ra- yes. roads are left horrible in a horrible shape after the rains. Yeah, unlucky, fucked, whatever you call it. Right. So, okay, I mean, it is what it is and uh, really can't really expect too much from civic authorities. No. It, but, it has only delayed my, my plans of buying a new car. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right, because right now even you you're not using your own car as well. No, thank thankfully I I bought Xpulse a couple of years back, which is I, good I, for I, such conditions. <laughs> yeah, obviously yes. Yeah. I I came came to your house today because of that motorcycle. Right, right, right. <laughs> I would not expect my KTM. I I can't take it off. I, I mean, like we have we have abused the KTM too a fair bit. But I I would be very I cautious. Would be <laughs> yeah, and plus plus with those tires, particularly in slush and all, they do not. Uh, I mean, on wet roads it's fine. Right. In slush, they, they are sort slush of out of Slush and it. obviously it is very bumpy. Not right. bumpy, it, it has major craters. Craters, yes. Uh, so, so, I will not want to abuse a motorcycle that's already about 8 years old now. Yeah, so uh, just in case any auto manufacturers out there are listening, 
and you want to test out your new ADAS systems, driverless systems, you want to make your claims for level 3, level 4, science neighborhood is available for testing. And I'm not going to charge too much for that. Yeah, yeah, not at all, not at all. <laughs> He'll in fact offer to actually sit as a safety driver. Mm, okay. <laughs> that was a reluctant <laughs> yes, but I'll, I'll take that as a yes anyway. Okay. Anyway, so... What about this, this is my story. What about you? What did you do for the last three, four weeks? Okay, I, I mostly have been working. Uh, I, I actually did not do much. I did not drive around much. I just visited my parents briefly. Hmm. Uh, and my dad, while driving my car, gave me a couple of scares because he tends to get carried away with the speeds. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that's that and apart from that, honestly, not much. We haven't been to track in a while because of the horrible, horrible summer. Yeah. It's terribly hot. Finally, we, we visited today. Right? Yeah, and and visited, visited, visited. Not recorded. Not, not, not for the usual banter. Yes, the usual Sunday morning banter <laughs> and like just to joke about. Uh, so that's what we did, but I'm, I'm, it felt good. Yeah, I'm actually planning to at least resume this week. Because okay. uh, there will be some some rains in in this week. Hopefully, the weather will get better. Mm. Hopefully, I'm nevertheless, not, if, if, I'm not stuck at my home again. Yeah. <laughs> whether it get be, gets better or not, I'm. I'm uh, it's been too long of like not riding. <clears throat> Quite true. Yeah. So I have to resume this weekend anyway. So I heard that you are actually planning to take part in a rally. Somehow, some, some, somebody told me. No, no, no. These are random rumors. People were trying to motivate me. I'm not sure if they were genuinely trying to motivate me or they just want some drama and some <laughs> comedy of me like failing miserably in a, in a desert rally. I could be one of them. <laughs> yeah, you are one of them, obviously. Uh, but other people too. So you dropped your plan? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not planning at all. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not planning. Uh, I mean, and it is still months away. Yeah, but you have to make your... You know, I mean, I'm, I'm plans accordingly. I'm trying to work on my fitness to begin with. Mm, that's true. So uh, it finally, I started going to the gym. If I feel like I mean, because see, it's it's lot more than just being able to ride. Yeah, it's it's very much. I about mean, endurance. for everybody, it is just you know uh, polishing the skills. For us, it is polishing our skills and improving our power to weight ratio. <laughs> yes, power to weight ratio by losing our weight and like a lot of it. Quite so true. yeah that's a tall order uh, i mean if it was just about practicing more i would have probably tried but i, I mean right now there are a lot of variables and it's super expensive <laughs> as well this year i mean it is yes on the expensive side yes i it agree it's quite expensive right yeah i think I, I i would want my first value to be at least slightly cheaper on my yeah accessible because accessible. like even if you're not able to do much if you're not, even if you're not able to continue beyond day one you would not feel the pinch right <laughs> so I mean, only I, I'll have to like see how good I am and then decide like if I want to really participate in a competitive slightly difficult comparatively difficult rally right but but again again the it all, it all comes back to the the starting point which is we need to improve our own like power to weight ratio and our endurance <laughs> before we actually consider any of these right so it's not happening anytime soon at least for me <laughs> right so while we're at the topic of motorsports let's start off with the race that we just finished watching formula one yes what a brilliant race it was i, I mean it was good uh, it was not, not at brilliant, the level of but it was brilliant brilliant is the term i would reserve for the last race which was silverstone yes it was uh -huh. especially the last 10 last laps. 10 12 laps and the, the, the initial 10 12 laps as well yeah, yeah. 
absolutely mind blowing the the negative negative like, irony is like i for silverstein i didn't watch the last 10 laps <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when everything happened but i i saw the replay actually even today when you showed up at my place you actually missed missed some of the fun parts of the race okay. i mean th- there was one point where where they were like ocon mick schumacher magnussen alonso all of these guys were involved in neck to neck racing like literally five f1 cars and like the current crop of f1 cars five of them going around a single corner without actually touching either right. each other and three of them changing positions except for the first four i guess everybody was racing for positions like there was brutal racing yes and happening every i'm day. i'm glad to see two haas <laughs> in yes. points in yes. points that is a big deal and somehow mick schumacher since last race has been shining schumacher has finished for 6th or 7th got a taste of you know scoring yeah. points yeah <laughs> so today today he finished for 6th or 7th right Sixth, I guess. Sixth, yes, sixth. I think makes you pretty amazing. Which is pretty impressive, yes, for for a team that was not able to finish. Haas has been doing pretty well on this track, specifically. Um, I think Ferrari engine. Uh, and but with Ferrari engine, this yeah. this time round. This uh, year, yes, year. the Ferrari engine is. Uh, although the same Ferrari engine obviously sparked disaster for. I I am really feeling bad for. Yes. Science. Yes, absolutely. I mean. uh he was actually in a good position and in the second position yes max verstappen i think had almost accepted his yeah. fate that he'll be overtaken by sainz because ferrari was looking very strong today and i think verstappen had almost accepted his fate that he'll finish third right and he was just preparing to sort of put some sort of defense against carlos sainz before he probably goes to uh, goes to pit right and try the fastest lap because there was enough gap I after the stop and hamilton are the happiest yeah hamilton somehow stumbled onto the podium he does yeah. every time starting from 8th and even russell russell started from 4th took penalties right and how many people took penalties today it was yes. obnoxious and in formula 2 as well We, oh my god yeah in formula 2 as well so uh, just before we started recording obviously we were checking up uh, how jehan daruwala did none of us like watched the race yeah because is it is it even no it's not accessible oh, it's, okay. it's accessible via tv but matlab okay, okay. none of us have like a cable like but before tv channel you know beginning to record this right we we got the news that so he finished second and the guy who finished on first i don't remember his name i, I didn't bother actually i don't actually. even know anybody else's yeah. name i i didn't even bother i honestly as just checking for, for uh, jehan yeah. darwala turns out he had some issue at the end like there was some inconsistency with the fuel right so his first place was taken away so jehan darwala technically finished second but was supposed to take first but was handed a 20 second penalty 20 second can you believe it right for and not for his fault right he Something got his team did yes he got a 20 second penalty for his team drying out his position is his starting grid spot position. on the grid yeah. i mean that's i mean may, maybe it gave him advantage maybe it didn't but point is he didn't do that yeah. the the team did and he suffered and he ended up from i think second to 11th or 12th yeah so the takeaway is he started from 13th Eleventh. Uh, he started from eleventh. Eleventh. Yeah. Okay. So he, let's say eleventh, and then he came up to po- second, second position, right? Yes. Only to be pushed to twelve, P twelve or something. Yeah, eleventh like or twelfth position. Yes. Another thing which is which 
something good happened to him was he tested the McLaren F1 car. Oh yes, yes. Ah, oh yes. We were recording after recording after yeah, ages. Yeah. So yeah, it happened about a week. Week Man. or so ago, yes. Uh, which yeah. is pretty big, right? Yeah, it is a big deal. And Mumbai Falcons is responsible for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so they organized this whole thing. And I want to see this guy in a F1 car. Are yeah, absolutely. I mean, we need some representation there. He would be the third driver, right? <coughs> uh, After uh, Narayan Kartikeya and Karan Chanduk, I think he is going to be the no, third. No, there, there was uh, another driver. I'm... Oh, I'm really struggling now. No, he's the third. I think he's going to be the third. If he... Do you want me to take a pause and quickly check? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I'm resuming after a quick check. I was unable to find, so probably I was wrong. Yeah. Or, or maybe uh, that was someone who was but a reserve driver and never drove. Yeah, yeah. Uh, these so two people uh, competed. Yes. Um, so he's got to be third if he does. Yeah, hopefully he does. Let's see. Uh, we are hoping for the best, obviously. And anyway, after the race, the, the memes are absolutely mind-blowing. <laughs> like, because obviously... <laughs> Those expected and they're not disappointing. They did not disappoint at all. I, I mean, you watched yesterday's sprint, right? I did after the replay. Even not, I did afterwards. Not, not yeah, I did afterwards. I, I was out somewhere uh, at the time of the race. Hmm. Um, but watching Thor. <laughs> yeah, watching Thor. Uh, actually, no, I had finished Let watching Thor. everybody judge you. Yeah, I had actually finished watching Thor as a difference. Anyway, uh, so Mick Schumacher's defense against Lewis Hamilton. Oh, yes. Brilliant. For like four or five laps. Part of the role is also, like part of the credit also goes to Kevin Magnussen. Yes. Because he was right ahead and absolutely provided him. But it triggered a meme fest and we were loving yes, it. Yes, yes. Absolutely <laughs> loving it. And the and thing it, is... Such a sight to see Haas actually troubling a Mercedes car, right? And Hamilton. I mean, okay. Uh, let's go back a week. Yeah, I mean, Haas was, Haas was I'm actually talking about this race. Haas was actually tr- troubling the world champion, <laughs> Max <laughs> Verstappen, yeah. at the end of last race. I mean, can you imagine what, what must have been going through the head of that guy? He was about to take his very first points. Yeah. He could safely finish in the position he was in and he would be in points. But he decided, no, that is not good enough. Let me poke this guy, Max Verstappen, who is down on his luck today. Right. And let me put up a fight against him so that I can score even more points. Right. True. At, at the end of the race. And this like, is why we, pretty much we, everything. we watch F1, right? That, or any kind of motorsport. That is literally what, the, what, like, what any motorsport is right. about. I mean, like the guy is risking everything. And he has had terrible luck in the past, I would yes. say. There have been at least three instances where he would have finished in points. Schumacher, right? Yeah, Mick Schumacher. He would have finished in points, but either it was a component failure or a crash or some changed conditions that turned things around for him, like in against him. Right. And yet this guy, when he's about to take his very first points in Silverstone, which is like a, a, a iconic track, I would say, an iconic right. uh, event venue. And there that guy is deciding, ke, I'm... I'm putting that on a gamble. I'm putting that... I'm, I'm betting against those points to get even more points. Over the last couple of weeks, there has been com- conversation around like dropping Schumacher. Yes, actually. And now that he's... The way he's performing, I guess it's it's a lifeline for him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, today I think was, was sort of a Ferrari day because Ferrari... I but still, he, he bettered uh, Magnussen, no? Yeah, he did. He did. Actually, yes. Uh, fair point. Fair. I, I mean, like, not to take away the credit. Right. I'm just saying, like the Ferraris in general are performing better. Uh, he was. He was the until like Sainz's car got fire. 
I mean, that's what that was absolutely uh, sort of gutting, absolutely uh, horrible to watch. And uh, what was more surprising was uh, the marshals. The, the marshals. The, the response the time. Incompetence. I would call right. it incompetence. I've never seen the marshals being that slow. Yes, I mean the guy actually reached there to the side. I mean the first thing marshals do is they they start approaching the position, a safe spot. Right. Yeah. And that guy had stopped. No marshal was still there. Right. Then there was smoke coming out. No one was there still. Right. Then the smoke turned into a full-on flame, right. and we see one fat guy running in the background like an old auntie, <laughs> and he shows up with a fire extinguisher. He just places it about what ten, fifteen feet away from the car, and runs behind runs the back. wall, and then runs back. I mean, if you are gonna run back, why not just continue running with the fire extinguisher towards the car? Uh, thankfully, uh, science was, science not, was not, able to not, not get out of the car quickly. Yeah, not injured, huh. and it but it has now triggered a meme fest again. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean it, it was absolutely horrible. It could have been much worse. Yeah, yeah. it could have been much worse. And like it. That's what I said. Like, thankfully, he is uninjured. Yes. Uh, had he been injured, uh, situation would have been much worse. Yeah. But I mean, now that we know that he's safe and sound. Yeah, I mean, I mean we, we can joke we, about we, it we are, now. We are actually enjoying the meme fest now. <laughs> yeah, but I mean it was absolutely it was horrible. The sheer time the marshals. We, we, always seen that marshals are pretty young pretty quick yeah and that's what they the, the basic job <laughs> i mean that, that, that is literally a job description <laughs> in fact uh, we have a lot of our friends yes. who who actually did the job as uh, like marshals in the yeah, formula yeah, one, yeah. first formula one race even i i actually wanted to volunteer right but i couldn't yeah but so, a lot of our friends did no nah, they are like agile young folks and and we were kids basically when yeah, i had just done my college yeah, uh, I, I, I was in college when formula when happened yeah, yeah, uh, in india so yeah a lot of our friends were actually marshals there and like these are fast quick folks and otherwise yes. the other people also heading they are like they're not old people who cannot like run around you can't be you can't you know, be you can't <laughs> be yes you have to act quickly you have to be agile you have to be like Lives added. depend on you, right? right you, you, can't, you can't afford yeah. to be so and then slow. In, in that, you're seeing that it's taking like 10, 15, 20 seconds and you're seeing people in the background. Yeah, in the case of... I mean, we all remember Roman Grosjean's you know, that horrendous accident. The Bahrain one. The Bahrain accident. And yes. we remember how quick the marshals and the... Yes, yes. Like, obviously the medical car was right behind so they could reach immediately but the marshals were there. Like, they, they were there in seconds. Yeah. They were setting, there in... setting standards. That's what we expect, right? Yes, exactly. This, this was... This was pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, this, this was like literally as terrible as when, when, you, when you fall on track and I don't show up. This was as terrible as that. And, and the other way around as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that, that, that's a given. <laughs> I, I, I do not you fall down and people laughing at you rather yeah, than picking you up yeah. <laughs> but, but see that, that is the sequence of dirt track that is the sequence of dirt track you first check if the other person is injured then if laugh he, if he laugh. or she is not then you laugh <laughs> that's how it goes that's how it works That that's the law of the land but yeah this is pretty embarrassing for um, for the Australian for the Austrian uh, Grand Prix yeah, yeah, is, yeah, very pretty and honestly this is not just the only embarrassing bit uh, for this particular track, I mean, what I, I mean, uh, I mean, I know obviously there were uh, issues at Silverstone as well, and to a degree that is expected. A certain level of uh, sort of bantering is expected. Like at Silverstone, when Verstappen had issues, people were booing him. And oh, that cheering. that is not right. with the organizers, but no, uh, with the crowd. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying that is still a blot on the, yes. the GP in general. Yeah, and we, we like see, here like, it was much worse. You see, Twitter, it is 
flooded with negativity yeah, yeah. and people on ground are reporting like the kind of ruckus people are creating yes. the audience uh, we we all love rivalries right yeah rivalries motorsports sports is great it, it thrives on rivalries yeah, right I, i mean there are shit of my friends who i have very heated arguments about formula 1 and what right. But, but but you have to maintain a standard right you know, you, know yeah. you, you can't go hit below the belt right and you look look, look at ugly. look at twitter i mean it is flooded with racism, racism yeah, yeah. racism has has no space or whatever you call it ha huh. i mean it, it is messed up and i mean um, silverstone was bad but it was like much worse here it was much worse here from what it is looking from the social media conversations from the online conversations that i'm seeing and like it's it's not just and it is only getting worse over the years like yes. over, the, over the last couple of years and it's not just the like booing or like cheering on someone else's failure Terrible. it's like people actually creating ruckus on ground people yeah. showing up in groups of hundreds and yeah, creating the, a ruckus these, on these ground these are things we have seen in soccer right football yes to a degree yes no it, football is pretty bad really bad I mean, but I don't follow cricket football I as actively as yeah, I, I you do. So, so I only uh, like hear the cricket, absolute worst. It's not that bad, but uh, we have never seen things this bad in motorsports. Motorsports has yes, always kept it very classy. Yeah, there is this like motorsports is sort of like the at least Formula One is sort of like the the well dressed, sharp dressed gentleman of the sporting world. Yeah, but like we are seeing this kind of. Uh, scenario which is honestly disappointing as a uh, as a formula 1 or as a motorsport fan motorsport in general fan, right. because like like we talk about terrible dr- formula 1 drivers we talk about the bottom of the barrel like the absolute lower end but we still have a degree of respect because Obviously, like, anyone who is among the top 20 they he, have that kind of skill they that's have, why they they have a skill there. better than rest of the world they are the cream yeah they are, right. they are the absolute best the world has to offer yes. they are at least among the absolute best the world has to offer yeah. so even for drivers that are like at 20 years in the driver standing we still have a degree of respect yeah. for what they have achieved like even being there on the grid is a massive achievement yeah, because you have climbed through a very tough ladder you have gone through a very steep climb and that was always there in motorsports but right. well, what we are seeing right now is honestly very disappointing very disheartening So yeah, okay. I mean, uh, let's see. Let's hope this this improves. Let's hope this this changes. Where is F1 going for its uh, holiday break? I think it is going. I, I don't know. I, I heard. I call yourself a F1 fan. But but there is a there is some Grand Prix in Spain. Uh, no, Spain ha- already happened, right? And you call yourself an F1 fan. So why I'm recalling this is actually a friend of mine called me a couple of. Uh, days ago okay and he was asking what all uh, motor sports or like automobile related experiences he can he should look forward to in france and in germany to europe he's heading to a couple of countries in europe okay so i think f- uh, he's traveling later this month and Fran- uh, the french grand prix is around that time okay so that's obviously one thing i suggested the other thing he's very much looking forward to when he's traveling to germany is, is uh, the nurburgring Oh, nice. Uh, so I'm suggesting Taxi Lab. He is feeling more uh, adventurous and and uh, sort of going out driving. Mm. Uh, so let's see. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, so I I think the next one is French Grand Prix. I think somewhere around twenty twenty five of this month. And then F1 goes into 
I I honestly didn't check the calendar. I, there are so many races now, and they're hopping continents that's like true, crazy. That's true. That's true. Uh, I mean, honestly, uh, this is this is something I find quite ironic. And I, I, I was showing you the calendar the other day. I think we were talking about it. Yes. Right? Yeah. One we of were episodes. We were. We were. No, I don't think we were talking about. Maybe we spoke about it on the episode as well. But I mean. If you are trying to minimize carbon footprint, maybe minimize. Start by minimizing right. your travel across continents. Right. Like if you have got three races in North America, you have yeah. Yes. Like true. bundle them. Right. Even if you space them out, bundle them. Right. Rather than actually hopping between like Asia and then US and like the Americas and then the. That Europe. will significantly bring down the carbon footprint. Yes, because the logistics are a nightmare. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah at least in Europe, you can at least have the the trucks driving them around. and like at least you're not hopping continents yeah, yeah. so that, that's major yeah. factor I, i mean at one point you're talking about reducing the carbon footprint and going carbon neutral at, at and the, on the other hand you're not able to sort of get your act together right. so that's actually uh, quite horrible yeah and by the way sorry you remember on on last race uh, silverstone mm. there were protesters on the track but the race was red flagged <laughs> by the way sorry Uh, Zoom and news crash. Oh my god! What a fucking horrible crash! And Thankfully, he was uninjured. Yes, yes. That's, that's the main thing. But yeah. it looked really scary. Really scary. I have not seen a car flipping. I think since what 2012. I remember honestly. Okay. Oh no 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 no. Actually no. I think last year Lance Stroll's car flipped. Last year right. or in 2020. I don't remember, but yeah, yeah. I think a couple of years ago, Lance Stroll's car flipped. Uh, but apart from that, yes, we. I mean, it's it's very hard to get these cars to flip. Yeah, these are formal. I I, I remember Mark Webber's car flipping. You remember that? Yeah. That was what 2012. 2012, yes. That was a chaotic crash. I think Mark Webber's car flew in front of Narayan Karthikeyan's face, mm. and this was on the very first lap. But anyway, the point is, this speaks a lot about the progress. Uh, motorsports have made in terms of safety and how amazing is the whole halo thing i, I mean obviously halo uh, is a big deal but i, I mean there like everything everything is, everything is coming together to right. to keep the driver safe but halo is like working like a charm right yeah so and when the race was red flagged because of the crash the protesters actually came onto the track i mean i whatever their cause may be The, uh, all they, I think it was something related to the environmental factors only. Mm. You have a right to protest, great. But I mean, how are you entering a place which is actually restricted access? Right. That's. I mean, you cannot enter someone's home or you cannot enter someone else's venue to protest. Right. And you are putting people at risk. Like you have a cause you are protesting for, but, मतलब imagine if the race was ongoing, right? And they, because they literally came down on the track. Yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah, I mean, how terrible it would have been for the driver. I also saw a meme where every time a protester or somebody came on the track, Ferrari won. You saw that? Oh yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> someone, yeah, yeah. It it was something like that. That every time someone someone actually ran on the track at Ferrari as one one. Like I, I think someone's uh, fan also ran on the track once and Ferrari won. It was something. It like was that. once in Singapore. Once I think it was Michael Schumacher. Something like that. <laughs> it was funny. Anyway, yeah. so uh, this is with Formula One in, in MotoGP. Obviously, MotoGP has gone into summer break. Okay. And Aprilia, hmm. they're doing crazy good. 
Oh, I have yeah, not like, been following MotoGP as you know. Aprilia has been right at the bottom. Bottom, yes. That I'm aware of, yes. Uh, but since last year, uh, they have been improving. And this year, they are right at the top. Almost close to the top, right? That's impressive. And uh, Elisha Spagro, hmm. he's doing amazing. Except for one of his, uh, his home GP, okay. Spanish GP, where he celebrated a little too early. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. That he he thought the race was over on the last lap. Right. And he went from second to being fourth or fifth, something like that. I mean, how how terrible it must feel that you oh. like literally let go uh, under the impression that the race is done. Yeah, it was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Embarrassing yeah. and I don't know. But I, I'm really happy for Elish. He's, he's doing really well now. And for Aprilia as well. Right, right. This 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 year MotoGP is really pretty amazing. Uh, this year Formula is also pretty amazing. But but uh, you realize that in Formula One it's still Red Bull and Ferrari fighting it out, right? Now Mercedes is starting to pick pace. Uh, sorry, which one? Mercedes which? is Mercedes, starting right. to pick pace. And yes. uh, I'm talking about MotoGP where. No, no, I, I absolutely agree. Aprilia, Aprilia has not. Not just Aprilia. I'm just talking about also Honda. talking about. Honda is hor- doing horribly bad this, this oh, year. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Mar- Mar- Marcus is out. They're the, for the first time in their history, they're scoring no points. Things like that. Right. But Grassini team, it is a satellite team, right? Right, yes. It's a private team. It's not even a satellite team. It's right, a private yes. team. It's it's right there. Right. Everybody, True. like, they're doing really well. I mean, that way, I think MotoGP is a, a lot more dynamic than, than Formula 1. It wasn't till... Pretty recently, it was yeah. uh, you know between always between uh, Honda, Honda and yeah. or Honda or Yamaha. Yamaha. Yeah, but this this year it is it for the last two three years it is it has been pretty interesting. Right, right, great. Uh, any other motorsport updates we have? I think this is about it. The the da- Dakar uh, sort of um, rekis have started for the the next year. Ah, yeah. <laughs> So inter- nice photos coming uh, from the the Dakar Instagram account. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all. Uh, and and uh, all the, the Dakar stalwarts, you know, putting the reels on Instagram. Yeah, and, and, we, and, uh, you and remember you remember that uh, uh, the couple of stories. Uh, this Walker, Walker, Walker. Walker. Yes. absolutely crazy jumps on that 450 rally motorcycle. All of them. Absolutely all of them. crazy jump. I mean, I I can't even. Imagine the that length was what, it two, was. Two hundred feet or something like that. Probably, yeah. <laughs> crazy, <laughs> crazy fast. I mean, the, the the skill these guys have, these folks have, is like absolutely mind blowing. So anyway, moving on. What are we moving on to next? Mm, a lot has happened, but yes. let's let's keep this short and heavy. Okay, so you want to talk about? Uh, let's let's start with bashing somebody. The, 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 this is what we are good at. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, it is always either Tesla or Ola. So let's start with Ola. Okay. Uh, so Ola, as you know, obviously. Yeah. Uh, we all know. Yeah. I mean, ha- ob- things are sketchy at Ola. Yeah. It's a revolving door. Yeah. That has obviously already been happening. Uh, plus, you remember a cu- couple of episodes ago we. We spoke about uh, Bhavesh Agrawal posting photo, posting renders of a car. Not even renders. It was basically yeah, renders. Renders, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Renders of a concept car. Teasing about it. Now um, it seems something more concrete is taking shape 
and in, in fact even autocar reported hmm. and claiming internal sources hmm. and couple of others as well that their first car they're looking at at a sedan hmm. and launching as early as uh, 2023 i think they there are three cars in the pipeline and yeah, uh, actually th- i think they are going to reveal more information on this 15th of august because Obviously, we know yeah. <laughs> cashing in on patriotism when you cannot cash in on a good product yeah uh, but uh, as i mean we have been rooting for indian manufacturers right yeah. but now let me tell you something as well right a friend of mine owns a ola right scooter uh he recently reached out to me he said his scooter is what 3 months old 3 or 4 months hmm. and 3 times his battery pack has been changed i mean i used to curse royal enfield for their quality of product royal enfield no no not, not <laughs> recently not recently and no, i i'm saying even the older royal royal yeah. enfield mo- mo- models are still like great in front of this I this mean, kind of shoddy production the, in quality in the 2 year uh, warranty period i think the only replacement i had was a uh, speedo console Uh, yeah, with Thunderbirds. It with Thunderbirds, it was a fairly known yeah, issue. Everybody. But I mean, that is not a threatening thing. No, it is. That not. is not a threatening thing. And I think the issue was that uh, the clock will reset, and the it used to get stuck at nine 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 nine. I I think yes. Um, in in my case, the issue was uh, I think I was unable to the, reset the most most of something. the Enfields had leaky gaskets. Leaky gaskets, yes. But yeah. they they eventually. Uh, Used a gasket loaded with a liquid gasket maker that they use for diesel engines and packed it, yeah. and is not leaking. But anyway, these these were the I mean, common these, these issues. These are not threatening issues. These are I would say increased bad, effort in maintenance. Bad, uh, your electrical wiring. These these are the little yeah. things which you would expect from an Enfield. But yeah, three that, months that, that is that scooter, is the past. Electric scooter. Yes. Three times your battery has been changed, and right. this is a guy who owns a Ola scooter. Right. It is not like as if he's a automotive journalist or right. he's trying to put a spin to a story. Right. Nothing like that. Uh, we have already read about that uh, single shock, the 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 front the uh, front. That looks sketchy. You can't call it a fork, right? What do you call it? It is a fork only, but it's just a single-sided fork. Yeah. How is? How oh, is it? it's <laughs> not a fork. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. Wow. wow. Anyway, what's so it? That failing we have already seen so many times. Yeah. Fire and things like that. It's obviously. Yeah. yeah. But this is something new. I learned what like three times the battery pack has been changed. Yeah. So clearly they have not done their homework. And I know. I, I mean, see the worst part is Ather has done a brilliant work. Yeah. They've done a brilliant job. But it's not about homework. It is all about you know just just throwing shit at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying because Ola is loaded with funds. Yeah. They will still probably succeed. Yeah. Because. even though the, all these shitty products are out there they have uh, i would not say that directly but we there are a lot of news reports saying that they are using twitter bots and like fake accounts to <laughs> create positive news yes like some other car manufacturer did about their five star safety ratings starting with t starting with t and ending with ata not not, <laughs> not tesla uh, starting <laughs> Okay. Uh, so uh, I mean that plus obviously they have deep pockets. Yes. So they can weather this out. They they can actually uh, keep iterating till the time they have a good product. And that again that is the case with Tesla. I mean uh, like I was telling you earlier before we started recording this podcast today, uh, I was reading a whole thread of rant by some Tesla customer who bought the Plaid version of 
Modeless. Right. Which is about $185,000. Right. I mean, for that money, you can get what I mean. You can get a Bentley for that money, right? Mm, Bentley starts at slightly higher price point. Okay. You can still get a S-Class for that money. You can get a Range Rover yes. for that money. You yes. can get a 7 Series for that money. Yes. And you've been in all of those cars. Yes. You know the kind of quality oh, that yes. is there. Oh, the, you, you can't find a fault with you, it. Huh, you cannot fault them. And like even if you find an issue, you've seen the kind of response yeah, these brands have for the top tier products. Yes. For the top tier products and at least when they're new. Yes, yes. And this guy was complaining about like um, random fla- screen flashing and all of that plus quality issues plus misaligned panels in a $185,000 car. I mean, such issues... Problems that have been consistent throughout the entire range, you know, product range of Tesla. Right, right yes. It's not like a Tesla Model 3 which costs around 50 grand or something like that. Right. 50, 50 By the way, the base models have disappeared now. I'm not even talking... Like, base no, model I mean, starts, I know, I'm, I'm just Base model had a 35k... 35k price, but, but that, that has disappeared that's now. That's why I said 50 grand, yeah, 55 grand. That has disappeared now. A 55 grand car, like, let's let's compare a 3 that's, series sorry, that's, with a 7 that's series. That's double the average of the country's price, by the way. Yeah. A three series with a seven series. We know that there are differences. Yes. Yeah, you, 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 it's. But in the case of Tesla, right? The problems are very similar. Yeah. A Tesla and Model the, Three the and Tesla are all... Model S Plaid, they are have, facing the same kind of problems: panel gaps. Right. You know, faulty screen. Right. Yes. Absolutely. So that is uh, again exactly my point. But they are still selling, and over time they have minimized those issues, and they are like. They continue to sell. So first thing is obviously a, a very motivated cult, I would say. Yes. That plus obviously all the uh, positive PR. I mean, they 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 they, they say don't they don't they have say a they PR. don't have a PR and marketing team, yeah. but like the the whole PR machinery that is putting a positive spin on everything. Yes. And the sort of I would say passing the baton to the the customer that. This is for the greater good. Yeah. You are doing this for the greater good. And Ola is operating by the same playbook. Yeah, they've, we have seen that, right? Yeah, they, they, they've literally found a Xerox shop. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that that is what, what is going to... I mean, obviously, I have no doubt that they'll be able to sort these issues out in like one, one and a half year to two eventually, years. Eventually. Eventually, yeah. we'll say that, yeah. But yeah, they'll arrive at a good Right scooter. now, the Ola scooter is not... Yeah. bug free I mean so your friend he uh, he or she whoever he uh, he. so he uh, mentioned to you very comfortably that these are the issues they are facing I have friends who bought and they are covering up the issues mm. they are telling me how I am uh, like not progressive enough to oh, yeah. have uh, like to have bought shaming shaming you and you like have multiple motorcycles that have engines and right. a car that has an engine that is what these companies are basically selling yes and that's what they're cashing in on yes. like on on basically turning that, the minds that, of these yeah, people yeah, that's easy to you know hide all the faults yes I, I mean and I, I know this guy is facing issues because he sort of gave we've, we've, we've already seen that with Apple Yes. <laughs> we have yes. already seen whether Royal Enfield. We have seen that with Royal Enfield. We have seen that with Harley Davidson. Yeah. We have seen that with the Tesla. Yeah. Uh, we have seen that with a lot of politicians as well, yeah. who shall remain unnamed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Don't want to get killed. Yeah. There is some <laughs> resemblance with Audi or any manufacturers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. 
So yeah, the the point is Ola, great, great that you're working on a car. We don't need that in 2023. We can wait till 2025, 2026, but please, please get it right. Yeah. So first, sort out your scooter. Yeah, for heaven's sake. Yeah. So, so working out on a uh, working on a car, you need to sort out the first one product that you sell right now. Right. And by the way, we since we mentioned Tesla, uh, Tesla is apparently um, running into a lot of roadblocks in Germany. Okay. Are you talking about production problems? Uh yes, but for reasons uh, slightly different from what you would expect. Okay. Uh they are struggling with the issue of churn. A lot of people are joining Tesla hmm. and then immediately realizing that the work conditions are terrible, the pay is dismal and they are immediately leaving. Okay. And by the way, so uh I'm basically what Elon Musk did with the Twitter deal. <laughs> <laughs> Let, we'll we'll arrive on that. We'll arrive on that as okay, well. Okay. Uh, but see, the thing is, uh, I do not remember the exact name of the place. That is terrible of me. But uh, in all fairness, a lot of German cities are like have names that are hard to pronounce for me. For us Indians. Yes, for uh, for us, they're, they're like a bit hard to uh, remember. I'm really sorry about that. But apparently, and and uh, apparently, I'm using your word. Apparently, you learned how to speak German. <laughs> I I learned <laughs> the irony. Yes, the irony. Yes, the irony. I know Guten Morgen. That's all. That's the end of list. And I I can say Danke. I, see, I I I know enough to get by. It's not Danke. It's Danka. No, Danke. It's Danka. <laughs> Shit. Okay. I I learned even that wrong. Okay. I'll, I'll check on that later. Okay. Uh, but point is, I know enough to get by. I I can say please. I can say thank you. I can say good morning. Okay. No, that's enough to get by in a country. As long as you're polite, you can get by. Now you can you know. do the gardens <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway right so uh, apparently this is the, the factory is close to the border of poland i believe do not hold me on this uh, which has a relatively cheaper labor than germany okay okay and yet they are struggling to retain people okay yeah So if the things are that bad, things are that bad. Okay. Like so, a lot of people, uh, the the workers actually come across the border to work, which uh, apparently is that happens, happens, right? Yeah. So with Poland, right? Yeah. I mean, as far as I know, it is Poland only. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, be, uh, the workers are refusing to continue there and eventually going back to their old jobs or looking up new jobs. But they are mm-hmm. uh, choosing not to continue with Tesla there, mm-hmm. and that's why Tesla is struggling in Germany. Okay. Yeah. So I mean. Uh, again and, and and since you were talking about Elon Musk you want to talk about the twitter thing uh, i think everybody knows about it now everyone knows about it i think a how, lot of people saw you, it coming yeah what do you think about it like let let me ask you that question uh do you think it is uh, another one of those elon musk's pump and dump tactics like what he did with bitcoin uh not run really. up the share prices and uh, then sell it off so uh, when the initial news uh, came out that uh, elon musk has acquired a large chunk of the twitter stock right which by the way also violated some regulations because he was supposed to declare right, right. Uh, when crossing a threshold of i think 5% of 4% yes. or whatever he did not um, so at, at that point also some of the board members were planning to sue him right uh, then he offered to make an offer right Right. So at that point, I was having a discussion with my colleagues, and and like these people know their shit better than me, right? Better than I do. All of us, both of us. Yeah, both of us actually. Yeah. Yes. So one of them was uh, quite sort of, 
in favor he was like maybe a change will be good for twitter okay which was uh, slightly out of character coming from him hmm. and i mean maybe, maybe there was there was hope that maybe twitter is probably stagnant twitter is facing with a fa- facing a lot of issues right partly because of how powerful that platform is right uh but maybe the the whole thought was the whole thought was hope so it was right. it is fine that the uh, elon musk taking over might have brought no sorry sorry let me let me continue okay. let me okay. let me finish that okay right but the rest of us were basically of the opi- uh, opinion that in a couple of months or probably a year down the line yeah either twitter will stop being what it is yeah which is basically a, a platform where you can connect on ideas and express right either it will stop being that or elon musk will put out so much shit in public hmm. that it is going to be an untouchable company okay and it seems we are heading towards the latter now hmm. because uh, when elon musk but how does it help elon it doesn't help the, the elon the second second uh, scenario which you're talking about so you he be, discredits it but how it. how does it help him he is pumping so much money into it he is not he, anymore not anymore but he still like he still can uh, if he loses the uh, the whole deal he has to pay what 1 billion dollar of fine or something like that yeah but that is the thing that do you really think he's going to pay both both companies let's say, both part uh, let let me let me okay huh. uh, so first thing is when he made that offer uh, i think part of it was also optics because it was uh, right. i think what 5 or 6 billion uh, above the what the market 6 billion i think above right. the what the right. market value was 6 right. or 8 what whatever it was right and right after that the market started to crash right elon musk obviously had to pull loans to uh, right. to pay for the deal yes. uh, that he made the thing is at that point practically the whole market was going down including tesla right and he somehow probably and again i'm making assumptions here only but he probably felt that he was not getting a good enough deal that is true that yeah. that i can understand but yeah. i'm saying like so So the right second now, scenario which you are talking about, how does it help him? No, it doesn't help him. But point is that he can still walk away. See, right now he is just trying to negotiate a better deal. At least right, right. until until a while ago, he is trying to negotiate a better deal by doing all of this shit. Right. Right. So uh, if he doesn't take the deal, the second scenario was not a outcome chosen by Elon Musk. Hmm. That was a outcome that was likely to happen if Elon Musk doesn't take the deal. Because right now his excuse for not taking the deal is that Twitter has a Fake that that that's a that's a BS like yeah, reason, that, right? I mean, that is his narrative yeah. for why he's backing you, out of the deal. He's yeah. using that as a negotiation tactic. Obviously. But my point is, you can still walk away from a negotiation, right? Right. But you have spilled a lot of dirt out there already. Hmm. So that's the second outcome. It's not favorable for Elon Musk. Uh, yeah. But I, point I, is, I, because the, he's pulling that. The question shit, I asked was like, what do you think was the reason Elon Musk? chose to do this again like like what i'm saying he this is not a deliberate outcome for elon musk he is trying to he was trying to negotiate a better price and to do that he was dragging shit as much as he could right right but if the negotiations do not work out you can still walk away from a negotiation and but all of that shit is already out in public mm. which makes the ceo of the company look bad which mm. makes all the senior c level execs look bad mm. and now this guy has walked away because he did not get the deal he was looking for right after making the initial offer yeah. so that's not favorable for elon but my my point is that is terrible for twitter he's not gaining anything out of it twitter is losing a lot out of it 
anyway uh, whatever has been happening uh, people are somehow try beginning to believe that this guy is a d-bag yeah i mean to a degree yes people are starting to accept because un- uh, otherwise until now till very recently people had these kind of things right he's an alien he is the savior right still a lot of people believe that but now a lot of people are now waking up to the the fact that he is not what he is made to be you remember a, a very long piece i i shared yeah. with you uh, i think a year about back. No, not a year, not a year. Uh, this was... Six months back. I, I no, remember reading that. No, this was two months ago. When, when he actually was uh, pursuing this Twitter, Twitter deal. Okay. This was actually two, three... I remember reading that. Two, yeah. three, two, three months ago when he was pursuing this Twitter deal and uh, it was about ke how he is portraying himself as the savior of the mankind and how any of the billionaires would not be the, the savior they portray to be. Right. Right. Uh, so... I'll, I'll put the link to that that's actually a very good read which will sort of add a different dimension to this whole uh, conversation so yeah that's that we'll swayed away from the topic of mobility okay so we'll come back to the topic of mobility so any in, other tesla news you have uh, i think that i do not with 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 elon musk concentrating so much on twitter i guess there is little about tesla yeah actually <laughs> actually by the way I, i i actually finished watching the latest season of top gear you are not I know, following i, I haven't it. watched it since uh, i guess these the the, the famous the famous pre left uh, i'm actually quite liking the no, actually i watched with matt leblanc in that after that But, I, I he was watch. also uh, reasonably good not too great because the other two were not uh, doing a brilliant job with him right but right now the trio the freddy freddy flint of paddy mcginnies and chris harris i actually genuinely like okay. what 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 the these two these three bring together mm-hmm. i mean this guy andrew flint of freddy flint of he's much much better presenter than i pictured him to be okay uh, and honestly i did not know much about him when he was a cricketer right yeah, because i don't follow cricket much uh, i had obviously heard the name because he was very right. famous very right. famous uh chris harris obviously we all love we love him <laughs> yeah, we obviously uh, love chris harris and peddy megan is is a mixed bag okay uh but with these two he actually how many episodes of the new season you have watched till now there are only five episodes you know watch them all yeah i finished them all i think basically watching them alongside my breakfast that's uh, good <laughs> it is actually pretty good yes okay. it's actually pretty good they they do interesting stuff they they do like, in fact uh on this freddy flint off did a nice segment on uh, the rivian okay plus they did a nice uh, whole segment on the fuels of future like electric cars and like hydrogen fuel fuels a lot of that uh so i mean honestly compared to the top gear that used to be with jeremy james and uh, richard it is it will be different right you no, can't more importantly that was more chaotic and uh, funny ha huh. this is a bit more inform a, a bit more informative oh, it okay. is still funny this is still funny but uh, i mean you cannot replicate the chemistry which is fine they they they're not not trying to do that it's good which is it is good like you replicating somebody else's yeah yeah it, that, it, that's it, it never point. works right that that's my point you yeah. cannot replicate that it's good that uh-huh. they're not so, trying to replicate that no they're not i mean they're keeping it light and funny but like chris harris is so not you're recommending the show to your audience. yeah i'm i'm absolutely recommending it okay. this season the last season they they're doing they're putting together uh, good bits okay yeah i mean chris harris is as informative as ever 
फ्रेडी फ्लिंट ऑफ इज आउट देयर डूइंग स्टूपिट शिट एंड पैडी मैगेज इज अ टीवी पर्सनैलिटी सो ही नोज हाउ टू डू इट सो ओवरऑल दिस दिस ट्री ओ वर्क and and I actually finished the the these five episodes quite quickly. Mm. I mean, otherwise I don't. Typically. Any segment that you liked? Um, Memorable segment that you had from the show? Okay, these guys did a trip in those one of those large motor homes. Okay. Uh, across US and took part in like stupid odd motor sports. So they went donk racing. Okay. Uh, like drag racing in uh-huh. donks. Uh-huh. Uh, then they went swamp racing. Which I don't know what is what it like, is. Like literally, it is what the name suggests. In a you're racing in a swamp. Yes, exactly. So you are racing in a swamp, and <laughs> I think there was something else as well. Plus, there was another uh, nice bit about so BBC turned hundred. Okay. Uh, so they did sort of as a tribute to BBC. Hmm. Uh, they did sort of a throwback. Okay. Uh, of what the motoring would have been uh, like. Had Top Gear existed back when BBC started? Okay. And they did. They they found a car. I I don't remember the name of the car. It was a manufacturer. I had honestly had British, a, British manufacturer. I hadn't even um, heard of. Okay. And they went actually hill climb racing and like proper dirt trails type hill climb racing. Oh, nice. Uh, and those cars. That was also a pretty nice uh, segment. So yeah, overall, uh, like good series. Nice. Plus, uh, the Lotus Emira was there. he this guy uh, chris harris actually drives a uh, this what wrc car yaar which one uh, ford he drives a ford hybrid wrc car okay uh, so there is that plus so i mean a lot of interesting stuff so i i would yes i would recommend watching it okay. again and again i'll like, give it another try i guess yeah i mean you ha- you have to drop your uh, no, no, i never had that i never yeah. had that i just never liked I love Chris Harris, right? Yeah. I I see everything that he puts out on YouTube. I've always done, but somehow I just uh, I guess I guess I was too early to make pass judgments. So uh, like when uh, this guy Chris Evans, when Chris he was Evans, right, Chris Evans was uh, when he was uh, hosting Top Gear. Mm-hmm. The problem was he was trying to use too many of the phrases and and I never liked it. Yes. Uh, so that was the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when Matt came in, that some of the trio didn't uh, click. Yeah, you know, this this one clicks. Uh, yeah. This one clicks. Again, it's not as funny, but mm. I'm I'm just watching it as a card show. Right, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm actually genuinely enjoying this. Nice. I think I'll uh, give it another. Even one. the last season was pretty good. Okay, I'll, I'll start with this one. Let's yeah. see where it goes. And yeah. uh, in fact, also. This Freddie Flintoff, hmm. he does a lot of stupid shit that most humans would not. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean he tried to uh, so bobsleds, you know, right? Uh-huh. This guy tried to hack together a, a bobsled as a tribute to a very famous British inventor. Okay. Which was uh, basically made from a plastic uh, bo- fiber-bodied car, and he tried to. Uh, Cross certain, I think, sixty miles per hour or eighty miles per hour speed in a, in a bobsled after learning it. I mean, he's doing a lot of stupid shit, and I think that that runs across all seasons. Nice. Uh, okay, I think he's the large destructive guy in the show, and they they keep throwing him to that shit. I find um, his and Paddy McGinnis's accent a little too difficult to understand. Yeah, Paddy McGinnis's accent is is a bit tough. Yes, I think particularly for us, he yeah. is what Irish, right? 
I think so. I don't know. He 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 is. I think I did. But yeah. Uh, in fact, I used to have a colleague who was Welsh who also used to have a very thick accent. I I I also have a friend who is yeah. Welsh. So I mean, whenever we would be out with him and like in in places that uh, get loud as well, like in in the bars and all, there were a lot of times when I would just nod and say yes because <laughs> it was. Yeah, too much imagine. effort to ask a drunk guy to repeat everything he said over the past five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that that is obviously a bit of a concern. But but particularly somehow we're not used to that accent, so it feels uh, a bit yeah. tough. Subtitles make it easier. But yeah, I, I would recommend watching it. Anyway, moving we, uh, on. We are closing on the one hour mark. Wow, already! I was just getting started. <laughs> I was just getting started. I as think well. we, we we said that we got to keep it short and sweet. Ah, no, that's not happening. Okay, that's that's clearly not happening. We are already <laughs> at one hour mark. That's you know that that boat has sailed. So what next? Uh, you saw the uh, this Apple CarPlay concept that they showcased. No, I didn't. Actually, okay. for the last three weeks, I was I was inundated with so much work. I didn't okay. get a chance to. Uh, so you have seen how Apple CarPlay and yes. um, this Android Auto works, yes, right? Yeah. Like they, it takes over the infotainment screen. Yeah. Now what Apple is saying that it will take take over all the screens in the car and distribute the the elements and information seamlessly all of across. Them. seamlessly across so even if you're uh, yeah and they're saying i think this this will start rolling out in their partner uh, companies vehicles as well as have they have they i i, I didn't okay. see the list okay. uh, but i mean i mean there are plenty like everyone has picked sides i mean apple google Amazon all yeah, yeah, of these yeah. are working with different car some, companies some, to make yeah. their base level OS and all uh, but here basically apple is suggesting that the apple car carplay will take over even your uh, those driving data uh, yeah the digital gauges and all all of uh-huh. that screen and distribute data uh, very nicely as required and in the most optimal way possible so uh, what you're trying to say is the integration is going to be deeper much deeper and across all screens hmm. and including all the 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 climate control and all of that all of that yeah. interesting N- interesting yes but honestly it, it sort of scares me on how how much deeper we are we are going and how, like are we creating even more distractions yeah i think amazon uh, had already said that a uh, couple of months i think last year or last to last year with lamborghini Amazon had already said that the integration of their uh, what is it Alexa, Alexa hmm. it's going to be much deeper so i think all of all of these companies are trying to do that right but uh, on the other hand i think someone uh, higher up at Stellantis said that they are they are going to try and remove as many screens as possible which is very different than what is happening right now yes exactly so that's what i'm saying that someone is is probably seeing this as a problem the ever increasing number of screens as a problem and have you seen that the, all the the newer cars look the same from the inside at least yeah like even even the cars which has been launched in india even the mahindras and all right they, they all, all look, look the, the same. same they all look the same the console looks ab- absolutely the same and honestly like even in my car because of the gigantic touch i mean it's not gigantic it's it's reasonably big like 10 inch touch screen but the bezels are compared compare to what we had like a right. couple of years yeah. back it looks because still big just for maps a 6 6 1/2 inch screen is very good enough right Right. So this is 10 inch with fat bezels and like sort of floating. Because of that, the air vents are placed lower. Right. That irks me uh-huh. because in this case, function was beaten by form. Hmm. I mean, the cooler air is gonna stay on bottom. Right. 
and you are placing the vents below where they should be right so either it is that or it is the maruti suzuki approach where the vents are placed on the sides mm. and they actually do not have enough range of movement right so the people in uh, the rear seats are basically dying of heat mm-hmm. while you are actually frozen in the front mm. so i mean now now touch screens are reaching a point where the your uh, your ac is getting compromised because of touch screens right. which which is uh, not the direction you should be moving into right again i as much as i appreciate a better integration uh, i do not see this actually doing a lot of good like adding more distractions right so let's see how how well apple manages to uh sort of do this and honestly like like we we credit technology with uh with a lot of good in the cars and like car making cars safer and more efficient but uh, i think i i was recently reading a report uh, i think about somewhere in us okay and apparently there were uh, about 400 crashes tied to sort of the adas and like uh, similar automation features Okay, interesting. Yeah. So not I mean they were somehow attributed to them and right. not direct not necessarily caused by them but somehow the the dominant factor Somehow it was, was like the the involved in this yes. like the accident yeah. or whatever. You're right. Incident. So I mean that that's quite uh, surprising that the the features that are supposed to save you Right. It is acting they're acting against you. Against what <laughs> they're right. supposed to do. exactly in fact uh, uh, last week i was attending a couple of events that were centered around road safety okay uh, because obviously we are also doing stuff around road safety true uh, so in there was one event was by intel which okay. primarily was uh, uh, the launch for some of their fleet and like logistics solutions hardware solutions as well no. hardware and software solution it primarily was the launch of that but it was also gathering of the the people doing good stuff in the uh, in the road safety space right. so for instance uh, like piyush from uh, save uh, save life foundation okay. which we obviously know have done brilliant work in right pointing out the issues at at uh, highways and corners and like lot of expressways addressing them and, and they, they've like actually saved a lot of lives on the indian roads right so them a lot of insurance companies and a lot of other companies a lot of other players tech and companies and everybody hard tech companies, companies startups like us a lot of people were gathered around they gathered uh, around there and so they all uh, gathered there and were sharing sort of ideas and but sort of also talking about the work they have done to make the road safer among those conversations there were some hints hmm. that not everyone is happy with the adas systems like obviously the representatives of auto manufacturers right and particularly the premium auto manufacturers they were very vocally talking about that even pretty much i mean pretty much all the automation or the adas systems and like all of these features should be made mandatory that was right. their pitch right uh, so our our uh, minister for road transport and highways was also there uh he obviously spent a lot of time talking about the bharat and cap rating the safety right, the right, crash right. safety rating which again is a step in the right direction absolutely uh then uh he was also talking about the this uh Fear. no it, it was a safety uh, conclave so not a lot of conversation okay, okay. uh was around the fuel and okay. current so he was talking about uh, he was talking about the six airbags rule okay and uh-huh. i think we have already spoken about that earlier. i think so yeah, yeah. uh so you you want to take that up 
No, I guess I mean, we had already talked about it. Like right. Maruti Suzuki is one of the companies which is not very happy with that. Yes. They have they have pointed out that uh, the prices are going to go up considerably. Yeah. Which is going to deter a lot of first time buyers from you know. I mean, they have their. I, I think they have their obviously their personal uh, biases as well, but they also have a valid valid point. point yes, they have absolutely. a valid point. Like my car, uh, it is engineered. I mean, I think anything you're buying above like eight ten lakh in India, hmm. that. in all likelihood is engineered for a 6 year bags right uh, because there is a 6 year bag variant right. available right so they the r&d has been done already done and what they have to do is basically add those 6 year bags in all the models right however rather than op- adding as an it has an option right. just just make it mandatory right and that would require r&d uh, in in sort of the the lower end of the vehicles like yeah. which would not only increase the cost but might actually force a lot of manufacturers to cut cost cut cost right yes in other absolutely. places in absolutely. other places to maintain the cost because yes. honestly 60000 extra in a 15 lakh rupee car versus 60000 extra in a 5 lakh rupee car yeah. it's a it's word of difference right So yeah, that's the point. So so Maruti, of course, is pushing. Uh, Maruti is is like uh, spearheading this whole campaign. Yeah, uh, not campaign. I won't say campaign, but anyway. But it is sort of they've turned it into sort of a campaign only. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, they although they are also opposing the Bharat and cap rating. For obvious reasons. <laughs> Again, this is something which we have talked about extensively uh, so, in a couple of our, of our episodes. So I think there are uh, again two sides here. Okay. So I agree in. I mean, you have to look at some sort of metric for safety. Yes. And like the global end cap, the euro end cap, those yeah. ratings serve as a benchmark for us at this point. Yes. If a Bharat end cap rating is there, mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, I mean, as long as the euro end cap exists and all cars are getting tested, we are fine with that as well. But if if there is an Indian standard as well, which may or may not have slightly different regulations. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, they, they but our minister Nitin Gadkari has already said that it's going to be of the, the same, a, like same. Yeah, he has assured that yeah, it yeah. is going to be of same standard and it is going to be in, in play very soon. Yeah, right. So that of course is there, but this again uh, comes down to like tailoring for the ratings, hmm. and that's what Maruti is uh, sort of the pushing the narrative. I don't know how true or false it is because again, I'm not someone. Okay. Working on the cars. Okay. But this sort of starts a conversation that hmm. are those cars actually superior hmm. or are they rated higher? Because see, people do not break down the ratings seriously. Right. Like whenever I see a Euro NK rating, I actually go down and read all the details. Right. Because in many cases, the ratings are not particularly great, but the ratings, the the overall star rating is higher right. because there were certain electronics present. Right. and that is the point they are making right that the uh, what a mandatory or what, what this um, uh, bharat in cap rating would do hmm. is actually drive manufacturers towards chasing the rating hmm. rather than making safer cars which is valid point except it feels rather ironic coming from maruti suzuki yeah and but we we need a uh, uh, standard against which yeah. cars are going to be made so Wait, that's what I'm saying. Like, even if we buy into the whole argument that, so uh, we have already seen that a lot of smartphone manufacturers and camera manufacturers over the recent couple of years have made their products 
in a way that they score high on DXO Mark III. Right. The, the, the rating. The DXO Mark scores, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, this is going to happen, but then yeah, but again, there has to be a standard. I'm no. saying, if, if you, like, yes, again, like exactly the point you mentioned, if you remove that DXO Mark rating, mm-hmm. we are talking very subjective. Subjective, yeah. Here. And you cannot compare subjective. Absolutely. You cannot say good or bad and that is not, yeah. that cannot be compared. I, right. I mean, I cannot expect journalists to go out and crash the cars to actually yeah. tell me how safe it is and whether they're alive. True, true. So, I mean, even... We can only, uh, you know, ask for ratings which are more holistic. Yeah. You know, in a way, and made op- in a way that it, it they are, they can't be easily cheated on, uh, upon, like, what, what do you, what do you more, say? More importantly, you have to educate people. So, again, with Euro AMCAP as well, it's a matter of education. Right. Because... The, the with the five star rating you also get a whole breakdown of how many points they scored any particular right. car scored in what like whether the structure was stable whether the rating was because of a higher number of airbags whether the rating was because right. of pedestrian braking whether the uh, rating was because of child safety like for instance if i'm buying a car i do not give a shit about child safety right right i'm, I'm looking at adult occupant protection the driver and passenger occupant protection I'm not. I'm not looking at the the higher rating because of child protection. Right. Right. So that that's the. So point. rather than being just like stars, huh. a score. So it has to be something where there is. It is already that. I think just like explanation. Be, right. Right. People need to be educated, educated more right, about right, that. Right. Right. People need True. to be educated more about that. That the rating is higher because the car is actually safe, or the rating is higher because the car comes with a lot of electronics, yeah. or both. Right. So I think that is required, and right. what what Maruti is saying. Uh, like in the case of Maruti, we have seen that Maruti over the last few years they have said that we we are not going to get a new products like test it. They, they just said. Oh, is that so? They they did right in the case of Espresso or something like that happened right. It it failed miserably. Oh, by by the way, by the way, Brezza uh, is the only car they have which has four star rating. The new Brezza. Right. Yeah. Hey, the old one had three, I think. Yeah. So this has four. Right. The, yeah. It is the only car in the entire product range which has four star. Oh, okay. So, uh, I, I, so by the way, in the in the same event by Intel, uh, Nitin Gadkari, Minister for Road Transport and Highways, he actually also called out manufacturers. Hmm. He didn't name names, hmm. but he actually uh, very specifically called out manufacturers for having different vehicles in India and in other markets, yeah. which have actually different Euro and cap ratings. Right. So he very like he very specifically mentioned that, and he said that that's one of the major reasons why we are looking at a Bharat and cap because a lot of companies yeah, test their US yes. spec or US spec vehicles Which gets, a, gets a higher get rating. a higher yeah. uh, Euro and cap rating. And then advertise that in India, which is actually not the case because they're selling it's a subpar product. Misleading. Which, very yes. And he made a very valid point. In fact, uh, you remember this Renault car? I don't remember the name of the car. Kiger? No, it was uh, a bit earlier, I think. Okay. Anyway. Tri- I don't know. Renault has conflicting name, confusing names, and nobody gives a shit about Renault. Hmm. So even if you, like, even if some, someone from Renault is listening, please at least clarify the names. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Hmm. So, uh, they actually, when the car was launched, they extensively used the four-star Euro NCAP rating in mm-hmm. all the advertisements. Right. Except the car with the same name and same looks. Like visually, it was the same car. Okay. But actually, it was a different car. So, the car uh, being advertised for four-star safety rating, Euro NCAP rating, was based on the Renault Clio okay. in Europe. Okay. And the one being sold in India was based, I think, on the Nissan Micra or something on a platform, which 
was never tested right which was never tested but all the other cars based on that didn't score as well right, right. but because they had the same name and same looks mm. they, they used a loophole to basically not even a loophole they were basically lying mm. they were basically lying because even though the name was same the car was not the same right it was not the same car at all and reno or nissan they were they were basically which is why we actually need a bharat yeah. so i mean i i entirely buy into the argument nitin uh, gadkari is making yeah. that we we need that is one of the, the ministers which i think is doing a good job only when i think hmm? one of the only ones one of the only yeah yeah, yeah who's actually doing a brilliant job yeah, uh, here so yeah that's that and while we are on the topic of adas there was uh, another event that uh, we were invited to by fiki Okay. which was also centered around road safety hmm. and there was one gentleman from bosch hmm. who uh his primary job is to research accidents okay so he actually over the years all over the world has visited accident sites and basically uh take notes collect the data on all accidents and try to determine how the accidents happen how technology could have helped in saving those lives or the damages okay interesting yeah so uh, i mean again he was working for bosch r&d i mean that's their obviously yeah. jobs so bosch obviously makes shit ton of products that like keep us safe on the road i'm i'm pretty sure uh, the bosch abs on your motorcycle has saved your ass a couple yeah, of times absolutely yes. yeah so same with me mm. so that is his job he basically quantifies accidents okay and while he obviously shared a lot of interesting insights about how accidents happen and how people react and how actually what people think they did versus what people actually did right also he spoke extensively about how people react differently across the globe in case of accidents like in india apparently there is not a tendency to slow down or brake in case we observe a hindrance on the road okay there is a tendency to swerve yeah which is very different from what is the case in europe okay yeah like people tend to brake slow down and then act based on what the law enforcement is suggesting okay or the directions of boards are suggesting so uh, so his whole idea was that we collect this data to actually create better products to create safer products that go into the cars but the major point i actually want to arrive at okay. was uh, adas systems and your assistance systems okay so he was very critical of companies launching their cbu products hmm. which have adas features and not disabling those features okay why because he he said the these features are tailored for specific countries hmm. and that's why they do not work everywhere like from his research of the accidents over all the like more than a decade right his point was that accidents happen differently everywhere the origins the the reasons right. and the responses required are different right and that's why what is a great safety feature in one country might actually spark disaster in another country and this is a topic something we have we have already actually, discussed i think is, you might have more to share on yeah, that that's and, why I, I, I no, I, and what i'm trying to say is i'm getting validation from somebody who has done Who's so speaking much speaking from a position of data yeah 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 he has done so much research on it right is basically a pat on our back yeah <laughs> <laughs> actually yeah I'll, i'll connect with that gentleman once again i absolutely loved Uh, his session as well as the brief conversation i had with him afterwards i absolutely loved that 
Right. I mean, the 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 sheer passion that guy had for for making the road safer, mm-hmm. and the the insights and observations he had to share, right. it's absolutely brilliant. But I, I mean, this this point obviously stuck with me because we had discussed it right. already. Right. And I think you shared your experience with Volvo, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean that that is uh, something rather interesting and validated by data. Yes. I mean we were speaking yeah, we purely from anecdotal point. Right. Yeah. Instincts and anecdotes. Anecdotes, right? Uh, so Personal yes. experiences, things like that. Um, right. But it's a it's a good validation. Right. Somebody yes. Has, like, and seen all all scenarios, right? Right. And like who who literally does this for a living? Yeah. Huh. Uh, I think let's let's it's time to wrap up the episode. But before that, let's talk a little about Mahindra. Because okay, Mahindra yeah, they, lost they the lot of stuff. Yes. <laughs> Finally, the Scorpio, which is now somehow Scorpion. It is actually Scorpio N. But shouldn't we call it Scorpion? Yes, it actually spells Scorpion. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. So well, that was that inten- Oh, that was intentional. Yeah, they that also, was intentional. Obviously, it was made- intentional. <laughs> did uh, you realize it now? No, I, I think the reason they did not call it a Scorpion. And they called it a Scorpio N is probably uh, about their superstition. Okay. Because they, you know, they, yeah, they, yeah, they everything end with their the names ending with O. Oh, yeah. That's why they probably wanted to keep it a Scorpio only N. and an N. Uh, yeah. I, I think that has... But the some, intention was to somehow call it Scorpion. Yes, but but they, they wanted to still stick to their uh, sort of oh. stupid shitty... Uh, uh, what I call superstitions. Ekta Kapoor's automotive. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. Anyway, the Scorpio N is out. Uh, which looks like a, a, a 120 scale Wagonar from the rear end. It does. does <laughs> it it does, yes, right? <laughs> I thought I was the only one who said no, that. Yes. Somehow, a, a, a shoddy version of Volvo's lights, rear lights. Or Honda CRVs, which already Honda was a. Sh- yeah, Honda CRV was still. Different design, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. But this is like a scaled up wagon from the back. But but overall, it's very good on XC40. But the tail tail lamp I'm talking about. Hmm. Uh, somehow uh, the design is not very impressive. Um, not to say that Scorpio was very good in the first place. Right. But uh, this somehow. I mean, I th- honestly, the I think design-wise, I feel only the rear is the problem, which looks a bit bland. Otherwise, the car looks I okay. I don't know. I'm not saying it looks great. Huh, I don't know. I think it the design doesn't look very balanced. But having said that, uh, I would want to see it in flesh, and yeah. uh, it might actually look good or bad. True, true. So, A lot of cars do not look good in. But in beyond photos. the design, it is actually an impressive car. Yes, no, I, I, obviously we'll drive it and get to know more about it. But on paper, at least, and from the initial impressions we are seeing yeah. from people around us, like yeah. the auto those, those, those who were driven already. Yeah. Uh, it has got a lot of uh, segment firsts, including the double wishbone suspension. I was, uh, I think you sent that to me, yeah, right? Yes. Uh, and I was like, my yeah, it's called the owner hidden could, hidden amongst hideous marketing uh, PR. What do you call? Yeah, the the daddy of big daddy, ride, the big daddy of ride called. Yeah. I mean, what? I, it's it's cringeworthy. Yeah. Very stupid. Very silly marketing. Uh, jargon yeah. made up I, I mean like the, the big daddy of comfort the big daddy of handling I think who the fuck is deciding this shit yeah. <laughs> who the fuck is writing this shit just sack that guy or lady whoever is anyway, writing this shit so anyway some yeah. very beautiful tasty cake covered with shit so <laughs> we're, uh, we're talking about the good part the yeah. cake 
I think double wishbone is one of them. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, think it, ground. It, it's not. It's center of gravity has been also moved down. Yeah. So obviously we Without know that actually Scorpio uh, the, waving the way it does. Oh yes, it it it. The body roll is hideous, shit right? Scary shit, scary. So uh, I mean, obviously I'm used to like much shorter cars. Right. And I think uh, after a long gap, I was driving someone's Scorpio, and this was uh, a couple of years ago. This was almost, I think, four or five years ago. Okay. And I took a corner in a typical fashion that I, I felt like a land yacht. I <laughs> I scared myself and everyone else in the car, and I was not going fast. I took a corner at like probably sixty, seventy. Mm. So that's obviously not fast. Yes. But it scared the hell out of everyone. Plus the dashboard used to be like right in your face, like everything yeah. used to be right. Vertical. Let's let's so. not talk about that. Just let's talk about the handling part. Right. Yeah. So, so it used to be a boat. Yeah, land yacht. Yeah. I call call it a shoddy land yacht. <laughs> but uh, somehow, with all these industry firsts, first uh, segment features, first, second first. Sorry, not industry first. Obviously <laughs> not. Uh, they have sorted all. The, the body roll part, the handling part. I think part. Mahindra is really getting its act together. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the long-term reliability still remains questionable because among uh, some of my friends, they are still cursing yeah. with even some of the recent Mahindra cars that okay. they are facing facing issues with, like including engine and all, and like cars giving white smoke and black smoke yeah, and yeah, yeah. like colorful smokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's obviously a concern. But uh, like, if you look at the Mahindra XUV500. By the way, did I did I mention uh, actually a friend of mine showed up a while ago with one of the the, the top e tier models of XUV seven double O, not five double O, seven double O. So uh, we were on this golf course road. Okay. Uh, and she was using this uh, adaptive cruise control. Right. We were in one of the underpasses in the middle lane. It has markings. Car was in the middle lane and the cruise control was set. I think forty eight. Okay. The car was comfortably cruising. I could see a car in the right lane. We were in the middle lane. I could see a car in the right lane, which was moving into the left lane, uh, in the middle lane. Right. I was able to panic. I was able to make make a squeaky noise. Right. <laughs> I was able to ask my friend to slow down. She hmm. was able to respond that "Arey, ho jayegi gadi dheere." Like the car will slow down on its own. Right. And it gave me a scare because while the car slowed down, it did not. Slow down in time, even though the car, like okay. the other car, that was merging almost halfway into our lane. It so was slow to react. It That's was what uh, so it it reacts very well and it it maintains a very safe distance if the car in front of you slows down. Oh, okay. But okay. this car was merging from the faster lane to the slower lane, and it made me almost shit my pants. Hmm. And I, I, I mean, I mean, we could have this entire conversation that I made made a squeak and I. Asked her to actually slow down the car, and she literally responded. It, it, that, it took that long. It took that long, mm. and then it slowed down. I mean, I'm not saying the distance was uh, unsafe, but like the change of pace could have sparked disaster if someone was following us behind like idiots. Right. Anyone following us at a safe distance would not have a concern. Right. But like we know. So we know how people drive. Yeah. Like irrespective of what lane you are in, even if you are driving in the slowest lane, someone will be right up your ass, trying to do double the speed limit, literally honking behind you and, and this, tailgating you. And this we are you. talking about Gurgaon, right? Where yeah. still somehow still people follow the rules. 
if you um, if you go to tier 2 tier 3 cities it's yeah. much worse there i mean right? tier 2 tier 3 i don't think you'll be able to use uh, the adaptive cruise control inside the city because you can engage even if you're going i mean in outside, my hometown like, i cannot cannot fucking cross 30 km slightly outside on the highway i'm talking about yeah, but, uh, yeah. so i i mean like if if someone was tailgating us it would have been probably a disaster yeah. because the other guy merged aggressively but he was already is taking his car into the middle lane like i obviously i mean if i could see i could sense that that guy was going to jump into our lane right and i could sense that at least 7 8 seconds 10 seconds like for a before whole the whole conversation car, before right, right, right. Uh, the whole car jumped in and the car reacted our car reacted Ah. so this was slightly scary yeah. although again uh, i'm i'm not again not dissing on the the adaptive anyway, cruise control i think uh, we have to try out the scorpio n scorpion uh-huh. yes i and, have to uh, let's try out the xuv i was i was genuinely very impressed i was uh, so i xuv 500 we know that was very shitty car. very shitty very I, shitty it used to rattle everywhere it used to a lot of different things they be handling everybody did i tell you my uncle actually when he bought that car first he actually showed up at the dealership a week or so later that the brakes are not working <laughs> because he was used to a good sedan uh-huh. he's used to a good sedan so he went cursing the dealership that the brakes are not working which actually apparently were working perfectly so when i went uh, to try out the xuv 700 i went with the same 700 700 so i i went with the same you know idea it's got to be that shitty i i think and i was think, very impressed i think that was also the the something playing in my mind as well yeah. because the previous impression i had the 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 jump from previous generation thar to the new thar and the jump from uh, xuv 5500 to 700 is day and night yeah in fact the, the, jump, the jump from 500 to 700 feels even bigger even bigger yeah even bigger yes i mean the th- new thar is impressive but still is uh, a bit the old thar was very agricultural i i know i mean, I mean we used to get soaked in rain inside uh, the car so the improvement is pretty big yeah it is so i i want to actually check out that if the new scorpio n <laughs> is again that that better than the old scorpio right by the way you know mahindra is finally doing something about their ev business oh my god again another topic we have actually talked about uh, we we have said that mahindra was supposed to be the early mover mahindra right? is the graveyard when car companies go to die but go on. another thing we, we we talked about but it it uh, purchased uh, what was the company's name uh many river 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 right yeah. many river and it was supposed to be the early mover in this whole industry and so right. yeah. tata be beat to uh tata is selling like crazy is i see shit ton of nexon evs yeah. all around in fact uh, uh, obviously since the last time we spoke i had i have taken probably another 8 10 12 uh, trips in blue smart Hmm. and i continue be continue to be impressed by them in fact the last time i took uh, one of these blue smarts I was going to pick my ktm from the workshop hmm. the guy uh, was driving one of these newer uh, tata tigors hmm. which has a much higher range yeah so he was pretty happy he was like i i drive with a light foot so that i can actually go for longer and have more rides between breaks hmm but i mean like he was overall quite quite pleased with the yeah, car yeah. so basically the company owns the car so they yeah. the drivers keep swapping the car right it is like i cannot tell the difference until i look at the odometer i cannot tell the difference between a 10000 km old yeah. car and a 80000 km old car which is quite impressive mm. he 
spoke very negatively about the Mahindra Everitos. Which is an old product. I think is an old yeah. product and like the cars are also very bad, worn yeah. out and old in general. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, you were talking about Mahindra EV. So Mahindra is taking over. You, I think, may, may mentioned something about that. I, Tata? No, no. Mahindra. Oh, Mahindra EV. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, basically, uh, Mahindra is now finally spinning off. Oh, are they? Yeah, they're electric. Like some, all the brands all are the, basically brands catching are, yes. on the whole hype now, yeah. and uh, they are raising what about two thousand crores. Oh, okay. Two thousand crores is a big value, a but big, big sum of money. Yeah, but but are they making any products? Have they announced any products or or like? They are actually coming up with a new product, an electric Have car. Have they showcased a concept or anything at all? The concept is I gotta I, I'm I'm. Uh, I mean, is there a concept? Fuck the name. Is there a concept? Uh, they will showcase in a okay, couple so of. So they still have not showcased anything. No, yeah, but uh, but actually, uh, the production variant is gonna come out. I think fifteenth uh, of August, which is not too far away. Oh yes, yes. A, it is gonna be closely related to the XUV three hundred. Ah, XUV three double O is actually a decent car. I mean, I have actually not driven it. It's dynamically sorted. Uh, the, the issues are primarily with the space. Mm. Anyway. So yeah. this is going to be E X U V four hundred something okay. like that, and it's going to obviously directly compete against the Nexon EV, which is obviously they they still that, don't that know about is. the specifications as of yet. Obviously, but again, I I'm, I'm assuming they they're going to be closely matched. Pretty similar. They're, they're going to be closely matched because they they are seeing the the Nexon EV sell like obviously, crazy. Obviously, I mean, obviously, Tata, uh, Tata is running running around with the the order book. Uh, so I'm I'm guessing that they want to take some split of that. Yeah. So two thousand crores from BII, which is British International Investment. Okay. And uh, so that gives the business a valuation of what seventy thousand crores. Wow. Um, Before actually even showing a car, impressive, impressive. But uh, not something a lot of other companies have already done. Uh. Uh, so yeah, let's let's see how how this goes. But I'm I'm hoping we to to see more uh, more EVs in the variants, segment. like because more it, versions. At least at least people options. who who are like like literally buying their cars for commutes. At least it's good that they get options. And because when right. when more cars are gonna be out there, at least we, we can expect more EV charging stations. Yes. Uh, unlike but obviously competition the, is good, right? Yeah. Competition uh, is good. You get better products, right? Yeah. There's no. True, 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 and uh, hopefully more charging stations. Unlike the time we we actually went around for a hour or so, uh, wasting another thirty kilometers and not finding anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, looking forward to more EVs on the roads, at least for the commuters. If you're gonna run around on highways, great. Yeah. Take your IC engine for, cars for because a, they're more efficient there. Yeah, they're more if, efficient. If you your driving is restricted to just city drives, yeah, right? but EV makes. More sense. More sense, but again, by the infrastructure is restricting a lot of people. Yeah. Infrastructure, I think also there is a psychological barrier where people think that what if I have to go outside yeah, of the yes. city? We said we talked about it, right? Yeah. It can't be your only car. It can no, be, but, but, but again, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like I actually, like people who I try to convince to buy a EV, ah. and they, their whole argument was, what if I have to go outside of a city? Right. So I asked them, when was the last time they actually drove to a different city? Hmm. And their responses were usually like two years ago, three years ago. Right. So my point for is that for one one trip one they might actually make. They right? might, yes, exactly. They are actually they, not they considering a car which should be great for them. Yeah, and probably one fifth, one seventh of the operating cost. Yeah, yeah. So 
I mean, that's also another barrier. That's another factor where they like people need education and motivation. Right. So, yeah. but with time, it will go away. Yeah, we have yeah. already seen like the, the the number of next one EVs Tata is true, getting, true, true. I think and, I think the perception is changing. And and these buyers, I was will, not this optimistic. I don't know these about buyers, you. These buyers will. I have not. I was not expecting these right. numbers. As, as the adoption not. of EV in India is shocking to me. I'll say shocking. It, it is. It is. And and surprisingly, the the kind of interest, the kind of excitement yeah. we are seeing from seeing from like middle aged people. Yeah, which. I mean, like the middle aged people. Every couple of week, I I get a call from somebody asking about like, should they move to EV? And I mean, typically middle aged people are look uh, looked at as sort of the laggards when it comes right. to technology. Technology averse, they are they 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 generally they don't accept new technology right. very easily. And and like 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 mentioned, my my father was nudging me to buy a EV. Ah, yeah. Right. Even though I, I don't have that. a use case for that. Yeah. So. I mean, it's it's surprising, it's interesting, but it it's great. It's great to see, uh, and I guess that let's bring our episode to a close at this high note. Is it high note? <laughs> uh, it is obviously the EV market is picking up. It, it is going to be better for breathing. Right. It is going to be better, better for breathing. For breathing. Uh, of yeah. course, of course. Yeah. Have you tried cycling in the? I'm honestly, seriously considering yeah. selling my bicycle off. Okay. Yeah, because obviously cycles are ridiculously costly now. And you cannot cycle in bad summers. You cannot cycle in bad winters. I still feel it's very unsafe. More it than is unsafe. The yes. air, I, I feel it's very. No, no, it is very unsafe. Like if I'm, uh, if I'm, uh, especially delayed. where you live, I have seen some very bad accidents. No, no, I, I agree. But, I agree. That's what scares me. That's why I'm thinking of selling the cycle. Uh, plus, obviously, uh, a lot of part of the year is actually wasted in not being able to ride the cycle ah. because of extreme weathers. Yeah. On, Either on it's too cold or it's too hot. So problem is not with too cold. Problem is the with the so cold is lovely. Cold is absolutely brilliant for cycling after the initial warm up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the pollution. About the pollution yeah, yeah. is absolutely terrible. Like there have been times when i went out cycled for like 20 30 kilometers and like i'm back at home literally coughing for the next almost 20 minutes puking. almost puking coughing yeah. i mean it, it's terrible plus i use spectacles so i can't even use the use a proper breathing <laughs> right. mask and right now when the pollution is not that high the humidity the heat is so bad right. i can't plus, even think about plus those plus people start their days early in summer yeah. so even if you step out at 5:30 people are sprinting in cars pretty morning like it was a sunday today right right i went out at 6:30 in the morning with my motorcycle and the, the roads were jam packed yeah exactly that's why on a sunday morning how can you have jam packed roads that's why i'm, I'm sort of getting discouraged from cycling and and particularly since i've started other workout right i'm actually thinking I'll, i'll just sell off the cycle mm. more so considering how the prices have shot up over the past 2 3 years right uh, i can actually go to get a good resale mm-hmm. right i guess that's about it for this episode we still have a couple of things written up here in mm. our gigantic list as always uh, but we are already past the 130 minutes mark mm. and that however long we record it's it's going only going to add to the time i take for edits <laughs> so let's bring it to a close thank you very much for listening obviously click on the subscribe button because what the hell are you doing here if you're not subscribing and just listening to random episodes in between right <laughs> and at least at least press the subscribe button right 
and uh, social media i would ask you to follow us on social media but we are barely doing anything there right. you can follow our personal social medias the links obviously we put in the description mm-hmm. and that's it even that's that's that's, that's kind of you know no no that is still active i keep ranting on twitter oh yeah, yeah that you do <laughs> <laughs> i keep ranting on twitter uh, so i guess that's about it thank you very much for listening bye bye bye